another episode of Rosie's Mini Tings. Now, this episode, of course, I did not plan on doing because I did not plan for life to happen the way that it has. Um, But I do want to get into um, this topic because it is very near and dear to me. As most of you guys know that follow me on social media, my cousins, Jennifer Bellany, and my little cousin, her daughter, Anastasia, were murdered recently on April 13th, 2022 by Jennifer's ex-husband. And it just brings me to do this topic uh, because I, I literally just don't know what else to say. Like I'm absolutely heartbroken about it, but it brings me to the topic of black men killing the black women in my family. Now I don't have time to sit here and talk about other races, what they do. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I give a fuck about the fact that these are the same black men that people are saying, oh, we need to protect them or don't give up on our black men. But I have to sit here and watch a black men kill the women in my family. I feel some type of way about it. I'm not writing off black men, but there's a fucking problem. Now, when I say black women in my family, in addition to Jennifer and Anastasia, as most of you guys already know as well, my sister Charlene Rosemond was also murdered. And as crazy as it is, she was also found on April 13th of 2009. So the fact that now April 13th is the anniversary death date for not only my sister, but now my cousins, Jennifer and Anastasia, as you can imagine, it's a lot to process. My birthday's on April 11th. So the fact that their anniversary dates are two days after my birthday, it's it's always been, you know, an up and down feeling for me around my birthday. And now it's triple that based on the fact that now I have two additional family members that were murdered on that date. And to be honest, it's just, I don't, I don't know what the fuck is happening out there. Now, when I say black men need to stop killing the black women in my family, again, my sister's murder remains unsolved, but for the most part, I've done an episode before. Okay. If you go back and listen to it, you'll get what I'm saying. 
all these black men that do not deserve a chance to be in our lives all these black men that the women in my family are taking a chance on being friends with or dating i i see a lot of comments like oh why would she date him these are the same people in society saying we cannot give up on our black men yeah they may not be exactly where they need to be oh we got to work with them and for me to watch the women in my family take a chance on these black men that are you know I don't want to say they raggedy, but they fucking raggedy. And just the fact that the women in my family have a big heart and they take a chance on trying to uplift and grow with these people or just trying to be a, a positive influence on their lives just to have their lives taken. Like, besides the fact that Jennifer was murdered by her ex-husband, the fact that Andre, who is... Anastasia's father decided to also take his daughter's life. The black men out here? Nah, yo. Like, even me doing this episode is pissing me off thinking about it. It's just, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, are we supposed to be working with these niggas? Or are we supposed to allow them to come in and ruin our fucking lives and murder the fucking women in our families murder the fucking women that we're friends with or whatever the case is and then continue to quote unquote support black men and black men mental listen we are not rehabilitation centers for niggas we're just not okay and i myself have been in situations where i have taken a chance on a nigga that i feel like wasn't worthy or was working on himself and to be honest i started slowly getting away from that before this occurred but now that I witness this happening in real time in regards to my cousins, I'm done. I'm sorry. Like, and I'm not saying an established man or a man that is where he wants to be is not liable to do this. But the dealings of women with black men, again, I'm talking about black men because I don't give a fuck about what's happening in other races because this is close to home to me. So if you don't like it too fucking bad but dealing with men that aren't quite where they need to be and they see you on your shit first of all if y'all know jennifer my cousin she was always a boss ass bitch she was always about her business she was an entrepreneur she had her own clothing line she had her own businesses she always looked bomb as fuck and she did whatever she needed to do for her and her three kids so you have someone witnessing you being an amazing person one they can't be in your life so they don't think you should be here and two the fact that they can't get on your level like it's something about bottom of the barrel ass niggas that's starting to fucking piss me off date someone that you align with if you are with somebody and it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out which brings me also to domestic violence now there was a long history of specific things that i won't get into in regards to my cousin but i will say ladies when a nigga ain't shit and especially if he threatens you with violence it's not funny like and i'm not saying my cousin thought it was funny but the ladies now that's like oh i want a nigga that's gonna no you don't want a nigga that's gonna do any of that shit. because when he actually follows through with it not only have you fucking taken my cousin's life you've taken my little cousin's life who was 15 and didn't get a chance to fucking live you have ruined the lives of many of my family members my aunt her brothers freaking her other children it's just like it also in regards to my sister 
it's 13 years later and I'm still not healed from the fact that my sister's life was taken. So I don't understand what the fuck society wants us to do. When I see these conversations online, oh, what can we do to better our black men? I don't fucking know. But at this point, it starts with your fucking parents. It starts at home. Nigga, seek therapy. You guys are fucking seeking out women that are on their shit to break them and not only break them spiritually, emotionally, physically, but to also murder them. I just, it's too much for me to process as the cousin and the sister that now has to live with the fact that these things are happening and I'm witnessing them by black men. And I've talked about this before. I strictly, well, for the most part, I do date black men. But for me to continue to witness this type of tragedy occurring in my life, and it's not like, oh, this white man killed my sister or this white man killed my cousin. For it to be black men, our own kind, where the fuck am I thought supposed to go with this? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to be thinking now? I can't be protected by the same black men that are taking the women from me. I just can't. So when I see a black man and I'm a helper, I'm like my sister, I'm like Jennifer, we want to be there to uplift you and be like, okay, well, you ain't got to go this route in life. Like, I'm gonna help you do this. I'm gonna be the boss bitch that I am. And then, you know, you think you're doing a good deed until you realize not everybody doesn't warrant that. And sometimes, unfortunately, it doesn't, it doesn't happen right away where you realize it. Sometimes it takes time for you to realize like, I, this is not the person I need to be with. This is not the direction I want to go with, but we take a chance. Don't everybody want a chance. Don't black men deserve a chance. Like, so for me, it's like, I don't even want to have the fucking conversations, especially not at this time with black men and their mental health and what we should do. At this point, I'm really like fuck niggas. And I'm not saying I'm going to be like fuck niggas for the rest of my life. But at this moment, it's definitely fuck niggas. Because I just can't. I literally cannot take it. For you to feel like you have the authority to take someone's life because they do not want to be with you, who the fuck do you think you are? For you to feel like you could take somebody's life because... She's worked hard and I know she has money and I'm a bomb ass nigga and I'm not going to work hard. I'm going to just rob and kill her for her money. Who the fuck is raising these raggedy ass niggas? Like, I, I literally don't know what else to say. I did this episode because I am tired of it. I am tired of saying rest in peace. Like Jennifer wasn't just, oh, she's my cousin and I see her from time to time. She was a big staple in my life. She was one of the biggest supporters in my life. She was very near and dear to me and my son. And to know that she is no longer here, to know that when I go to Florida, there's no like, I'm about to link up with Jen to know that I'm not about to see my my little cousin, Anastasia, and I'm about to take her to the nail salon and I'm about to ask her what's going on. To know that this is not going to happen Like, I am having such a hard time processing it. I'm glad I'm able to do this episode and just share my thoughts. But I think I'm still in denial about what has occurred. Like, I don't think I fully processed it. I am going to the funeral services. Of course, everybody knows when you lose somebody, the funeral is when shit gets real. And I think at that time, it will really register for me. So despite the fact that I'm posting and I'm even talking about it, To sit here and process the fact that I have now lost my sister Charlene, Jennifer, my cousin, and Anastasia, 
especially the fact that it all happened on April 13th of different years. Like at this point, life really got me fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot to handle. It's a lot to process. When you are growing up with these people, when you have plans to do certain things in the future, I'm thinking of my wedding in my future. Jennifer's going to be in the wedding. There's no Jennifer. I already had to process that my sister wouldn't be there. When I'm thinking of accomplishments, whether it's with podcasting or just overall life goals, and now I have to realize that two of the most important people to me aren't going to be there. And you're supposed to just continue on with life. Okay. Oh, rest in peace. Too bad. So sad. Okay. Life goes on. And I know typically that is unfortunately how it works, but how the fuck do the people that's left behind begin to process that, to know that these people aren't coming back? Death is so final. And yes, I know it's like, oh, okay. Well, what did you think death was? I know death is final, but when you sit here and think about it, it is fucking final like it's a wrap you're never gonna hear their voice again you're never going to follow through with whatever plans you guys had you're never gonna see their faces again you have the memories thank god for memories i have a bunch of pictures with my cousins i have a bunch of pictures of my sister because back you know in 2009 there wasn't a lot uh we took a lot of pictures but phones weren't as advanced as they are now i have a lot of pictures of my little cousin anastasia but Sometimes the pictures just aren't enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have an episode, a prior episode I had done with my cousin Jen that I'm extremely grateful for. I have that to go back and listen to her voice. And if you've lost a loved one, you know how important it is to be able to hear their voice. When I think about Jen and I think about her bubbly ass personality, always lit, always ready. Whenever I'm coming to Florida, yo, cuz you coming? What dates are you coming? Okay, it's lit. Like, always always great to me and my son like the fact that this is no longer a thing and it's because a black man decided that he no longer wanted my cousins to be here on earth because he couldn't be with her or because he just couldn't be a part of their lives in the way that he wanted who do niggas think they are i just ladies you definitely have to get out of situations when you first see them and you know people are speculating and again i've seen a lot of comments online people can think what they want jennifer was an amazing person it doesn't matter at the end of the day jennifer and anastasia's reasons for not being here are solely on their baby father slash father he is the reason why they're not here it doesn't matter oh why did she date him or he is the reason he's the one that decided to take their lives so all that extra shit doesn't fucking matter when you think about it it doesn't matter the backstory it doesn't matter the fact that he decided that he was going to do what he did and for those that are unaware he did commit suicide about five days later so he's not even going to be here to face the justice you know it, it's a good thing for me i feel like for him not to be alive because he doesn't deserve life who the fuck do you think you are to take two lives and you think you about to be here but the simple the simple fact is for the family that really doesn't mean much yes it's great he's not here but at the same time, is it great that he's not here and there's no justice served? But between justice being served and the fact that he committed suicide, for me, neither one matters because my cousins are not here. That's the same way I feel about my sister. My sister is not here. 
So no matter what, even if he was here and he was sentenced to death a hundred years, what difference does it make when you cannot bring your loved ones back? Death is final. Like death is too final for me. Death is too fucking real. And the fact that you have to process the fact that you've lost people important to you, and then you have to somehow go back into society and function as a regular human being, despite all the things you have endured and all the fucking tragedies that your family or your life or whatever the case has happened. And you're supposed to just go back out there and be like, okay, well, I lost a few people, but I'm going to go back out here. It's hard. It's hard. And again, I'm smiling recently because I'm thinking about the memories of me and Jen. I am allowing myself to not fall into a depression based on these losses because I have to choose life. Because if you allow these things to consume you, you are basically dead inside and you're just walking around continuing life. And unfortunately, that is just not conducive to your life, your family, your children, whoever that you have. So you have to choose happiness. You have to keep the memories alive. You have to continue to just be positive despite the fact that things are occurring. But I want people to know that despite the fact that you may see family members or people that have suffered losses, smiling, laughing, living their lives, it's because they have no choice because it's either that or you're going to let it consume you and your life is literally going to be in shambles. I just, I don't know what else to say. I really just don't know what else to say. I know that black men have to do better. Black men have to stop relying on black women to be rehab centers for them all the time on social media. It's a conversation, but it's true. Niggas want to fix themselves up, go to other races and other nationalities and be whole because they want to feel worthy, but they want to bring their raggedy ass self to black women. And what the fuck are we supposed to do with y'all? Oh, wait, take a chance just for you can turn around and you can fucking stab them in the back literally or figuratively or literally just take their lives because they're on some shit that you're not on i just go back to who the fuck do niggas think they are like who do you think you are people really fucking suck like people just have so many issues that they need to deal with and you never know what people are dealing with however i'm just saying black women specifically because that's who i'm talking to if you see a nigga and he is not where he needs to be and you notice he has emotional issues and mental issues again you could decide to take that challenge on if you'd like but it's rarely okay it's rarely a good ending rarely beneficial to you you either get broken down in spirit broken down emotionally broken down financially or you end up dead again If people need to do the work, do the work. And I'm not saying if you see that someone is dealing with something, you should absolutely not deal with them. However, if you see that their situation or their mental is far too gone, let that nigga get help, work on yourself and date somebody that has already done the work to get the help that they need to get to where they are. We're not going to sit around and help niggas do the work just for them to decide, I'm going to take your life because you seem like you're in too much of good spirits, a a good place in your life. I feel like shit. I know I'm not shit. So I've decided that you don't need to be here anymore. Fuck you. Seriously. So again, 
I had to do this episode. I haven't done a mini things episode in a while. This was definitely not one that I planned on doing. I just want to say thank you to everyone that has shown love, shown support, um, that has reached out to me during my times of losses. Um, people have reached out to me in regards to my sister when I posted, although that happened in 2009 and you guys didn't know her or me then. I do appreciate the constant love and support in that aspect. And I definitely appreciate the love, the support, the reaching out in regards to my cousins, Jennifer and Anastasia. I definitely want to say rest in peace to the two of them. Rest in peace to my sister. I will forever keep their names alive. If you know me, you know I never let the people that I love die. I just don't. They will forever be in my heart. They will forever be on my timeline. They will forever be in my mouth when I'm speaking about them. Because for me, it's never fully goodbye. It is the fact that death is final, but I always have them in my memories. I always have them in my heart. And I definitely appreciate the moments that I share with all of the people that I love. So I think everybody should do the same. Again, certain relationships, despite, sorry, despite if it's family or not, if you got to let it go, you got to let it go. But for the most part, it's constant reminders to love the people that you love while they're here. Create memories. Take a lot of pictures. A lot of people, oh my God, I don't take pictures. You are going to look back at life and be really sad when you realize you don't have any pictures with certain people or you don't have certain memories to look back on. I am a picture person. I love pictures. The fact that me and Jennifer always took pictures while we were out. I now have those to look at. Those keep me, you know, in, in a warm space space in my heart. They keep me somewhere. When I look at them, despite sadness, I also express happiness when I'm sharing these pictures because we have these pictures. I can look back at the pictures and know where we were and what happened that night or what the memories were like around that time. So take pictures, love the people that love you. The people that don't deserve to be in your life, don't let them in your life. I don't care what sob story they come up with. You have to choose you. Death is final. It is final. Don't let somebody be in your life that doesn't deserve to be in your life. Because once that raggedy ass person decides that you don't need to be here anymore and they plotting and they planning on how they're going to take your life, it's over. And so I say that to say, again, once you notice that someone's just not where they need to be mentally, I know a lot of us have a big heart, including myself. But it just gets to a point where you have to choose you. And unfortunately, despite the fact that my cousin chose herself, he decided that she nor Anastasia needed to be here. And it, it just breaks my heart. So I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, I don't know if this was considered a rant. I just needed to get it off of my chest. Um, and again, I love and appreciate everybody that love and appreciates me and choose you. Um, if you are in a situation that is not healthy, it's toxic, it's violent, get out of that situation, tell somebody, go to the proper authorities and just continue to do what you have to do to stay safe. Uh, cause it's a cold world out here. It really is. So again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Rosie's Mini Tings. I don't know when I'll do another episode, but I appreciate you listening. And until next time, you guys, bye. 
Thank you again for tuning in to hear my sentiments on the matter. I appreciate you guys always tuning in and listening despite what the topic is. In the beginning of the episode, I did play a song, Take Me to the King by Tamala Mann and Kirk Franklin. Every time I suffer a huge loss, I find a gospel song and it happens by default. I don't necessarily seek it, but one speaks to me and touches my heart. And honestly, that one song allows me to get through the the grieving process in a manner that I can't explain. When it happened with my sister, Fragile Heart by Yolanda Adams was the song that allowed me to cope and deal with the loss. Now for this loss, uh, Take Me to the King has been speaking to my soul, speaking to my heart. Reason why I played it in the beginning of the episode, if anyone's going through any type of trauma, um, any loss, grieving, um, I hope this song speaks to you and allows you to get through whatever it is that you're dealing with. Um, But again, thank you for listening. And I will talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye.